0: I'd like to welcome everyone, and especially our guests today. See a lot of new faces today, and we are so thrilled to have you today. We welcome you. Thank you so much for being here. We pray that even if it's your first time in an apostolic church, and it may be different, we, we want you to feel at home, and we're so glad to have you, and anything that we can do to help you and your relationship with God develop and grow. We are all about doing that. If you're watching us online today, wherever you're watching from, pray that you are blessed by this service today as well. Amen. I'd like you to turn to Psalms chapter 8. don't know if anybody will recognize this psalm or not. see if some of you recognize it in a moment. Psalm 8, beginning with verse number 1. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, in all the earth, in all the earth. God is not limited to a certain location saw a couple of reports on Facebook this week. We are, for those of you that may not know this or whatever, we are a part of what's called the United Pentecostal Church International. And, and so a group of missionary and folks in Bangladesh, Bangladesh, this past week, thousands, literally thousands of miracles took place there. And people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, because our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained. What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visitest him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels. Anybody recognize that? Okay. And has crowned him with glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands, Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatsoever passeth through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. Drawing your attention back to verse number For you have made him a little lower than the angels. We're going to start where we started last week, but we're not going to finish where we finished last week. I want to preach to you this morning, complete in him, complete in him. Father, thank you, thank you for your presence that is here. We may not know it yet by report, but I believe it by faith and by what I feel in my spirit that you have done miracles in this place today, and I thank you for that. I thank you, God, that we're not here today just to go through the motions of religion and ritual and tradition, but we have come to encounter your presence, and we have already done that, and we've come to experience the the work of your spirit and that's taking place and I pray now God that you would continue to work and minister in this place today and that you would do that through your word I'm asking God that you would speak through me as a vessel this morning I don't want to preach a sermon God just to be a part of this service I want to be a messenger that can deliver a message from you that somebody needs today trust you for your anointing and depend on you this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to take just a moment at the beginning to, for those of you that weren't here last week, to give you a little bit of context to go from here this morning. Again, verse number five says that he... Made him, he made man a little lower than the angels. Man strives to create, to invent, to build something that is perfect. And the bottom line is man cannot produce anything that is perfect. Nothing. Part of the reason is man himself is not perfect, so he can't produce what he's not. doesn't matter what it is that you buy. It doesn't matter what technology. It, it, it doesn't matter. There's always something that's imperfect about it. It may it may run well it may do overall a pretty good job but it's it's not perfect there's there's going to be glitches there's going to be issues that arise because man as much as he tries cannot produce or create something that is perfect and yet the one who is perfect that has the ability to create something that is perfect purposefully decided To create you and I imperfect. He purposefully decided to make us a little lower than the angels. A little inferior to the angels, if you will. But that was his choice. It wasn't because he made man and then stepped back and looked and went, Oh, I messed up. Wasn't an accident. It wasn't a mistake. He purposefully made him lower. And again, the word lower there in the Hebrew means to lack, to fail, to want. He purposefully made you and I lacking, incomplete. He also purposefully made you and I knowing that we would fail. That word also means to be without, to have a need, to have a need. He created you and I to have a need. The problem is so many times that's the very thing the devil tries to use against you and I is he points out the fact that we have a need. He points out the fact that we are imperfect. He points out the fact that we are lacking. He points out the fact that we fail. What else can you expect? We were made lacking. We were made to fail. I will say again, I inserted this last week, none of this is intended to be an excuse or a cop-out for you and I. None of this is a justification for us to live our lives the way we want to live. But the point is, no matter how hard we try, and many of us try very hard, have you ever noticed sometimes the harder you try, the more and the worse you fail? In, in sports, in sports, you, 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 you actually, if you try, if you put yourself under pressure to succeed, you are, you are more than likely to fail. The best way to succeed, if you're in a pressurized situation, is not to try to force yourself, I gotta, I gotta make it, I gotta make this shot, I gotta, I gotta hit this ball, I, I gotta do this, because you, you cause yourself to tense up. I know there's probably very few of you here that play golf, but most of you have a little bit of an idea of what golf is and a little bit of an idea of the game, and it's, it's a common thing to have to shoot a shot across water. And it is, a, it is a proven psychological fact that if you stand there and water is in front of you, if you tell, if your mind says, don't hit the ball in the water, don't hit the ball in the water, don't hit the ball in the water, the majority of the time you are going to hit the ball in the water. Because they say the way your brain works is it misses the don't. And all it hears is hit the ball in the water, hit the ball in the water, and sure enough, And that's exactly the way it works in life. I can't fail. I can't fail. I can't sin. I I can't think. I I can't think. How do you not think about what you're telling yourself to not think about? The bottom line is we will fall. We will fail. In fact, the scripture says that a righteous man, a righteous man falls. Again, not trying to provide excuses and a cop-out today, but but some of you, maybe you were here last week and didn't get it, or maybe you weren't there last week and you need to get it today. Some of you need to simply learn to work on accepting the fact, I will fall. And I'm not going to fall because I'm flawed. I'm going to fall because that's how I was created. Again, for those of you that were here last week, the angels were not intended to fall or fail. God did not create the angels intending for them to fail. That's why when Lucifer decided he wanted to be like God, he and a third of the angels were kicked out of heaven with no hope. Because he wasn't supposed to. He wasn't given the freedom to decide, I want to be like God. And you and I, you know how, how and, and I said it last week, I'm going to say it again today, we, we believe in the supernatural here. We don't believe it's a figment of imagination. We, we believe the supernatural is just as real. In fact, I would say in a lot of ways more real than the natural because the supernatural preceded the natural. God is a spirit. So before anything in creation was ever made, God already existed as a spirit. I forgot where I was going. If you're a guest, that's not an unusual thing. Huh. Something about what I said last week. What did I what was I saying last week? Yes, there we go. Thank you. Lucifer fell one time, or made a mistake one time, and had no has no hope of forgiveness. You and I can fail not by choice but in our human we can fail every day get back up and still have hope of eternal life how i i back to the oh i know we believe in a real devil and real angels and all that so i i I have a feeling it has to drive the devil crazy That he messed up one time, never got a second chance. You and I can fall every day and God gives us mercy and grace and we get back up again. (laughs) Why? Because he wasn't made with the expectation to fail and fall. God knew from the beginning, I'm going to make you a little lower, and you're going to mess up. I'm going to make you a little lower, and you're going to have issues. You're going to have weaknesses. Some of y'all don't know nothing about this, but in the words of the Winans, it was not a haphazard event or a secondary scheme, but it was the plan of the Lord to redeem. Man has to have backup plans because I'm going to try this and if this doesn't work, i got to have an alternative. From the very beginning, God knew this is not going to go real well, but that's all right. I've got a plan. I've got a way to work this out. So let's move on. If you weren't here last week, you might want to go back and listen or watch. Hebrews 2. Some believe, many believe Paul is the, one used to write Hebrews, so whether it's Paul or whoever the author is, I want you to watch how he pulls a couple of things together here, Hebrews 2 and 6, but one in a certain place testified, which what certain places, Psalms 8 that we just read, what is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you visited him? You made him, you made him, you made him a little lower than the angels. You crown him with glory and honor, and you set him over the works of your hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him, but now we see not yet all things put under him. Some of the things that are not put under him is because we are not where we're supposed to be. And so there are things that are over us that are not supposed to be over us. But we see Jesus. We see Jesus. We see Jesus. Now I want you to watch this. Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. And he could have come in the flesh superior to all other flesh. I I don't know that I can get too theologically deep for anybody. I don't know if I can do that, but I'm not interested in deep theology this morning. But you you got to get some principles here. Jesus who was made, how was Jesus made? Lower than the angels for the suffering of death. He didn't come to earth and say, now I know I made you lower, but I'm going to be superior. I'm going to come and I'm going to be who I made you to be. I'm going to be lower. Because if I'm going to elevate you, from being low, I gotta start where you are. That's right. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. I can't start somewhere else, and exp- I gotta come to where you are. I gotta be what you are to provide what you need, so that rather than living all of your life lower. I want to elevate you to some place different than what it is your natural creation says you ought to be. Oh, hallelujah. We see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. Read these verses last week, but I want to use them again this morning. Philippians chapter 2 and verse number 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. And he took upon him the form of... Of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. I've already referenced the definitions here, but quickly, in case maybe somebody's not familiar with this, the the Bible was not originally in English. (laughs) The Old Testament was in Hebrew and the New Testament is in Greek. And so sometimes it helps because we have our words and what they mean. And then there's often other words that are that are different than the words we have in English, and so sometimes the, 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 the uh, meaning helps us to understand a little bit more. So that's the reason for referencing these definitions. So the word here, humbled in the Greek, oh, uh, listen, listen to this. According to Thayer's Greek lexicon, the word humbled means to make low or to bring low. Because he's not low. He's high. In fact, Psalms says he is the most high. But he brought himself low. Metaphorically, it means to bring into a humble condition to reduce to meaner circumstances. To assign a lower rank or place to... To a base, oh my goodness you, you ever you ever been around someone that that had some kind of high position, maybe some kind of government position or or maybe somebody like a you know a celebrity or something you ever been around one of those kind of individuals who had the attitude they deserved. They deserve to be taken care of. They deserve to have preferential treatment. They deserve to be honored and all. bottom line is there is no one who has ever truly deserved the preferential treatment that Jesus deserved and had every right to claim for himself. And yet he laid that aside and lowered himself. He didn't come to this earth and live the way he deserved to live. I mean, if, you, if, you have, if you're a person of high status, a high profile person, you got a lot of money, then you, you, you expect and many think they deserve to live and the best of houses and drive the best of cars, and and the very one that really deserved the best of what there was at that time. He says, foxes have holes, birds have nests, but the Son of Man, He he doesn't even have any place to lay His head. Because if He would have come to this earth and not lowered Himself... What he did would not have sufficed for what we needed. If he would have come to this earth and lived with the advantages he had, it would have not have, it would not have been the substitute that you and I needed. And so he humbled or he willingly lowered himself. <laughs> he was emptied of who he was and what he was and what he had a right to be. He willingly emptied himself so that you and I that are empty that have are, that are hopeless could actually be filled. The one that was full became empty so that the ones that are empty can become full. Oh, hallelujah. He, he, laid us, he willingly laid aside. He willingly lowered himself. He laid aside glory and honor and power and all of that to become what we needed so that we could lay aside Now watch this. He laid aside glory and honor, power, deity to suffer as a human. Watch this. That's what he laid aside so that you and I (laughs) could lay aside. Sin. Addiction. Spiritual bondage. Brokenness. I don't... I don't think that compares. He laid aside some really good stuff so that you and I could lay aside some really bad stuff. He came down to where we are so that we can go up to where he is. Yeah, up to, up to where he is ultimately, eternally but not just eternally, here and now. I don't have to live under bondage. I don't have to live in depression. I, I don't have to live in addiction because even though I was made lower, he became lower so that I could be elevated. Uh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't care how wonderful of a person you may be today. That's fantastic. I don't care how much of a good person humans may consider you. I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. You were made lower. You were made lower. He made you lower because he wanted you to need him you know there, there there's a and there's probably many songs that are this way but there there's an olds an old song and 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 I think there's kind of one or two ways you can sing it one way you can sing it is i need thee oh i need thee I'm so pitiful. I'm so pathetic every hour. I don't really have any other options. I need you. But another way you can sing it is, I need thee. Oh. I need thee. Not because I'm so pitiful and pathetic, but because I know I was made a little bit lower, and so I acknowledge it doesn't matter how strong I may be. It doesn't matter how smart, how talented I may be. Every hour I need thee. On my good days, I need you. On the days when I seem to get it all right, I still need you. And on my bad days, I still need you. Every hour, I need thee. And guess what? That's okay. The, 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 the devil is so good at taking what God purposefully did and using it as a weapon against us you, you, you get in and, you know you come to church or maybe you 're just in your own. Personal time of prayer and fellowship with God, and you, you know, you're in a sweet place in the presence of God, and, and, and it seems like all of a sudden out of nowhere the enemy comes and, and, and he, he interrupts that and he starts, you know, what do you think you're doing? How do you, you, you don't deserve to be doing what you're doing? Don't you remember what you did? Don't you remember these failures? Don't you remember all these mistakes? And, and so here's what we normally do. Yeah, you're, Right, I did do that I, I don't deserve to be here. I, I don't deserve to be in the presence of a holy God. I, I don't deserve to be in a, and usually he just gives a, you know a line or two, and we, we take it from there. Here, here's what the response should be when he comes tapping on the show. what do you think you're doing? you don't deserve to be you don't you remember? The response would be, you know what, devil? You are exactly right. Thank you for reminding me of that because that's the basis for which I am thankful that in spite of what I've done, in spite of all my mistakes, in spite of how bad I messed up, He loves me anyway. So rather than letting it be used against you for condemnation, you turn it around as thanksgiving. Why do you think he wants to remind you? Because he's so mad about what you can do that he can't. What we ought to do is say, you know what, not only thank you for reminding me of what I need to be thankful for, but now that you've come to remind me of some stuff, let me remind you of a few things. Let me remind you that I have messed up really bad a lot of times. Let me remind you how many times I have fallen, that every single time that I fall, the blood of Jesus is willing to cover. And let me remind you that you got one chance. And after your one chance, you were finished. So you want to talk about the past? Let's talk about the past. But really, I don't have a past to talk about because it's all under the blood. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 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 Mm. You you know, and I understand and and I want to be very sensitive with this because they're there may be somebody here that the natural negative part of this you can relate to very well. But for, for most of us, uh, the, the, the physical scars that we have are not necessarily some, you know, uh, altering of our, our, our face or whatever else. There's, there's no way there's an adult <laughs> in this place that does not have some kind of scar. Physically speaking, and spiritually speaking, but physically. And and, and and we have this tendency, physically, that we think of scars as a negative. But really, a scar is a very positive thing. Because a scar is the indicator of what you have come through and I know I know for some of us our scars are they, they they can be reminders because sometimes our scars are the result of our own choices I get that I I've you know very in this context, very, very, uh, frivolously, I guess, whatever. But I mean, I've got, I've got at least two, I think I've got probably more than that, but I know of at least two scars on my hand that are the reminders of some very stupid choices on my part. (laughs) One of them is, is, uh, they just had a lock-in Friday night, youth lock-in chosen. They had almost a hundred. Maybe by the time it was over, over a hundred youth, young adults, chaperones Friday night <laughs> from all of Antioch. And uh, I, I've actually got a scar that ha- I was youth pastor at the time, and it was a there was a lock-in that night of all things, and I was sitting on the couch. It was in the morning time. I was sitting on the couch, drinking my morning cup of coffee, and I just had some kind of. Odd thought crossed my mind. How many fingers can I get into the handle of the coffee cup? (laughs) And so with the middle two fingers here from the right hand in and the index finger from the other hand, I was in the process of figuring out I could get at least three when the handle just popped right off. And when the handle popped off, there was a jagged edge left on the bottom that my ring finger slipped across and got enough of a gash that I needed stitches. I believe that you can't go to heaven if you lie, or at least if you don't repent of the lying. And I got to tell you, I really wanted to lie that day. I really wanted to tell them at the emergency room some kind of heroic story as to why I had this cut that I really did not want to admit that I was sitting on my couch in a peaceful morning drinking my cup of coffee and have this scar now. But you know what? The bottom line is whether it's a reminder of stupid decisions I made or wounds that happened to me that I had no control over, the scar says it did not destroy me. The scar says it did not kill me. The scar says I made it through. Thomas, notice, notice when Thomas was skeptical that Jesus had risen, he did not say to the other disciples, if I will see him do another miracle, I will believe. He didn't say, if I'll see him open some more blind eyes, I'll know. No, he said, I need to see the scars. It was Jesus' scars That was the testimony to Thomas, I am who I say I am. Your scars are not intended to depress you. Your scars are not intended to tell you you're flawed. Your scars are intended to say you were made lower. Therefore, there's going to be some wounds in your life, but there is someone who was higher that became lower so that you could be made whole. Hallelujah. So, I told you my title this morning was You're Complete in Him. Let's go to Colossians 2 and 8. Colossians 2 and 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. There's a whole lot you could preach there. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus was not one third of the Godhead. And ye and ye are complete in him. which is the head of all principality. i I got to read the rest of this or a couple more verses here, but that was the punchline, so we'll come back. In whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him... In baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. The Living Bible says, verse 10, this way, So you have everything when you have Christ, and you are filled with God through your union with Christ. He is the highest ruler with authority over every other power. You are complete in Him. If you are complete in Him, then you are incomplete out of Him. It's not that one way you can be complete is get in Him. It is that the only way to be complete is in Him. If you're not in him, you cannot be complete. Which is why there is no human agency that has the ability to fix man. Because the only way for humanity to be fixed is you're incomplete and you've got to get into the one who completes you. Oh, You are complete in Him. How do you get in Him? I'm not going to stay long on it, but somebody, just to make sure you know, the only way to be complete in Him, the only way to get in Him, is that you are baptized into Him. That's right. That's right. Amen. Baptism is not just simply some neat little religious ritual. It represents something of much greater significance than a religious ritual. It represents me getting in Him. And it's the only way to get in Him. You are complete in Him. The word complete, according to Strong's, means... To make replete. I.E. it means to cram. It means to level up. Or to furnish. You are incomplete. But it's his desire to level up. What's incomplete. It's his desire to fill in. Your gaps. I uh, I I enjoy, and I think there's some deeper reasons for this. I won't take the time to get in, but I enjoy I enjoy doing things with my hands. I enjoy uh, I enjoy carpentry, trying to do carpentry. I enjoy painting, um, painting walls, not painting pictures. I didn't get that I didn't get that ability, <laughs> and uh, and so I I, I enjoy. Um, I I think I got this from my, my pawpaw. He would do or try just about anything. So I got, I think I got that gene from him. And I mean, I've, I've laid ceramic tile. I've built stuff. I've painted stuff, whatever. I've, I've tried it all. I enjoy trying it. And I, I've, I've built several, uh, shelving built in units in the houses we've lived in so far. And I have a very, very, very important friend. When I build stuff, my dear, dear friend when I build stuff is Mr. Calk. I have very high respect for people that do woodwork and all they do is stain it. Because all my projects are painted, not necessarily because the preference is paint, but because there's going to be some imperfections. There's going to be some gaps that by the time I get with done with the caulk and painting, you're not going to see them. And you're going to think for a homeowner, at least you're going to think I'm a pretty decent carpenter. If it weren't for Mr. Caulk, you would think otherwise. Otherwise. You want to talk about some caulk. You want to talk about something that fills in your gaps. And fills in your incomplete areas and where you're lacking. You are complete in Him. That word also means to make full. To fill. It means to render full. It means to fill up to the top. It means to carry through to the end. He which hath begun a good work in you knows that just because he started the work it's not done. Just because he started the work doesn't mean it's a finished work. But you are complete, or he will complete you if you will stay in him. Because in him, in him, and only in him, you are complete. I was, we, we were, we went out to eat Friday evening with the McGurks and, and brother Kyle Christian who preached, he testified. Some of you were here Thursday testified and, 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 uh, we were in, uh, it's called Lima's on, on West street and, um, uh, what is it Per Peruvian it's Peruvian food. And so they, this guy, this guy was standing there, the guy in front of me was, he was ordering, he looked like he was Caucasian, but he was speaking Spanish to the guy um behind the register and ordering and conversing and I'm like wow i mean you know he looks caucasian but i guess maybe he's not until finally he turns to me and he asks this question how's my spanish in perfect english and i'm thinking <laughs> i don't know i don't know how and all i knew to say was it sounds good to me. <laughs> but I don't speak Spanish, so I don't have the ability to approve of your Spanish. You see, we are a lot like that. We spend our lives pursuing approval. from something that has no ability to approve us what right do i have to decide if you are to be approved or not when i can't even do anything about my own approval And too many people and probably some of you here live your life trying to get man's approval thinking that's what you need to fill in the gap only to possibly get that and realize you are still empty even with man's approval because the only way to be complete is to be in Him You were intentionally made lower or incomplete because he wanted you to need him to complete you. Anybody ever gotten one of those recall notices for your car? <laughs> recall notice. There's faulty wiring that could cause uh, fire could cause an explosion. Oops. Oops. Nobody built a car with the intention of it needing to be recalled. God looks down. And the scripture says man reached a point that everything he imagined was evil. You want to talk about a need for a recall. You want to talk about a need to recall. But even in the midst of sort of a reboot, he left some men and women to start over with. And it wasn't only eight because that was his choice. It was only eight because there was a lot of people that thought they could be complete without him. But even the ones he started over with, were incomplete. But it wasn't a, again, it was not, I know this is a very simple point. I know it's very simple, but I think if you, some of you really got it, it really helped you. Even the flood that destroyed all but eight souls from the beginning, from the beginning, he knew, I'm going to have to do this. But you know what? That, that just goes to show you and I how much we mean to Him. That rather than just wiping us out, rather than just annihilating us, I know you're imperfect, And I know even though when I start all over again, there's going to be more imperfection. But what you mean and your purpose and what I want to do is so valuable enough to me. I'm still going to let humanity live and live knowing that I have created Him Lower. Because ultimately, it's my goal and desire to complete Him. You are incomplete without Him. You are incomplete without Him. But it's not because you're flawed, it's not because you failed, it's because. That's the way you were designed. That's why it's not good enough to just simply show up to church one time a week and think you can live life the way you want to live it, but somehow I can just visit God once a week and that's going to no. you've got to be in Him. Paul I believe it was that said if I'm not mistaken or maybe it was Peter for in him we live and move and have our being do you want to know why church attendance and religion Christianity is is on the decline you want to know why because people don't want to live in Him. They don't want to live in Him. They want Him to fix them. They want Him to help them. Anybody want to live at the doctor's office? Anybody want to live at the doctor's No. You visit. Why? You visit with the intent of getting a prescription or maybe ultimately you need surgery on something, but but you get it so that you can get that and get better. You don't live at the doctor's office. Nobody wants to live there. I'm sorry folks, God is not your doctor that you just call on every now and then when you need a little bit of help. He's not where you go for when you're in a jam. Because if you are not in Him, you are not complete. Oh, but the good news is that if I am in Him, if I am living in Him, if I have been baptized in Him, if I am walking with Him, if I am having my being in Him, then I am complete. I, I don't, I acknowledge, I acknowledge, and I'm sure some of you here probably know the details way better than I do. So I, I, I'm acknowledging the, the limited knowledge with which I'll speak. That's why I'm going to try to be very broad in my point here. I, I don't know all the details, but you know, uh, Prince Harry, right, married Meghan. Markle, I mean, you gotta, you gotta think it would be any person's dream to marry into royalty. I mean, you would think, you would think that, I mean, anybody, you would think you have now arrived. And again, I acknowledge, I don't know all the details and I, I am becoming more and more I don't know about you, maybe you're not, but I am becoming more and more skeptical of what I read in the news. I don't know everything behind it, but I think it's at least safe to just make this observation. Something that would appear to be or would seem to be a dream come true is not enough enough because a title or a position can't complete you there's no amount of money that can complete you there's no house you could ever live in that can complete you there's no person as wonderful I know you know Bible talks about a help meet and all that and uh, I, I, I feel incomplete without my wife she's she's gone for several days and I feel very incomplete but but at the end of the day she's not what ultimately completes me there is only one thing there is only one thing one person that has the ability to complete anyone that's why and i respect and appreciate everything man tries but that's why when man gets done with its best efforts it says that what you were you always will be that at best you are just recovering from that but when you are complete in him he says you are a new creature Old things are passed away and all things have become new. So you are not what you were. You are not what you used to be. You are not just simply recovering from that. You are complete in Him. I I believe there's some people in this place today That he wants you to leave here. He wants you to leave here complete in him. And some of you, it may be the first time ever to have that experience. And others of you, it's very possible for us to have seasons in which we are complete in him. But then we wander off on our own thinking we got it now i'm i'm good i I must have got this all worked out and the moment you step out of him you become incomplete again because the only way to be complete is to be in him would you just close your eyes for a moment right where you're sitting You're not an accident. You're not a mistake. You're not flawed. You are incomplete, but that's how He designed you. Purposefully made you with an emptiness, purposefully made you lacking so that He could be what fills, what completes you. More than you could ever desire to be completed more than you could want to be complete. He wants to complete you. Again, as your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and I ask if nothing else, if you would do that for a moment or two, just simply at least out of respect for those around you. I I know in some ways it's sometimes we do try to make this a little more easy, convenient, more comfortable for you, but there's also a value that comes in taking a step of a physical step of demonstrating a spiritual step. So as heads are bowed and eyes are closed right now, I want to give an invitation whether you come here faithfully or this is your first time, it doesn't matter. But you're willing to acknowledge for whatever reasons I'm I'm not complete. Maybe some of you you've been complete in him in the past, but you know that Right now, you're living in a way that you're not allowing Him to complete you. If you're here today, and you want to be complete in Him. No one else, nothing else can complete you but Him. If you want that today, I want to invite you to get up out of your seat and make your way down to this altar. If you're a guest understand that invitation is not about the joining of a church if if you want to come to church here we are more than happy we would be thrilled for you to be a part of us but I'm I'm not giving an invitation right now to join a church I'm giving an invitation to let him complete you to let him fill in some things where you are lacking to Fill in some gaps to fill in some empty places. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, I know it may not be the step you want to take. You may be uncomfortable for whatever reasons, but I believe the Spirit of the Lord is in this place right now, and He's drawing some people. He's tugging on some hearts today because He... Wants you to be complete in Him. He wants to fill in some of those empty places. He wants to fill in where you're lacking, where you're wanting. Father, right now, by the power of your Spirit, God, I know there are people in this place today that are living incomplete lives because they're living those lives outside of you and the only place to be complete is in you i pray god that you would make us complete in you today in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus church would you be sensitive to the spirit of the lord right now if you don't need to Respond for yourself. Would you let the Lord use you right now? In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I acknowledge today I am incomplete. I am flawed. I am lacking. But I thank you, God. That's not because there's something wrong with me as an individual. That's not because I am uniquely flawed. It's because you designed me. You designed me me to need you. You purposefully created me to lack without you, but you wanted to complete me in you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus need a brother to help me in the altar right here, please, to my left. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let somebody be made complete in you today. Let somebody be completed in you today. Let somebody be made complete in you today, Jesus. You are You are what completes us. You are the only thing. You are the only thing that can complete us. No one can complete us. No thing can complete us. You. Only you. Only you. But oh, how you do complete us you do complete us. Such a wonderful thing. Such a wonderful thing. Thank you that we can be complete in you. Thank you Jesus that we can be complete in you. We don't have to live hopelessly incomplete. We don't have to spend our lives incomplete made a way you made a way you made a way for me, me to be complete oh thank you Lord. Thank, you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord in the name of Jesus 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 let it be right now Lord by the power of your spirit Let it be right now, Lord, by the power of your Spirit. Let it be, let it be in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, thank you for lowering yourself. Thank you for being willing to lower yourself. Thank you for being willing to lower yourself because the only way I had hope being raised from where I am is for you to lower yourself oh such grace such mercy such love such compassion that I am so so unworthy of but you give it so freely you give it so willingly you give it in abundance not that there is a restricted limited supply but God you willingly freely give you willingly freely give as long as I continue to be dependent as long as I work to continue to rely and trust in it you continue to complete me I thank you I thank you Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that I can be complete in you. Thank you that I can be complete in you. Thank you that I can be complete in you, Lord. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I know there are those who are still praying, and please don't disturb or interrupt. But if you need to go, want to go, thank you for being here. You're welcome to. If the Holy Ghost is still talking to you, still ministering to you, would you? Would you give him the time to complete you today? Would you give him the opportunity to complete you today? Oh, God, let somebody leave here today complete in you. Let somebody leave complete in you. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus thank you thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father in the name of Jesus thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father thank you Father Father.